ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. It is Thursday, September 22nd. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. We are going to take your text and phone call this hour. The text line is open 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. The phone line this hour as well, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Coming up in the next few minutes, we're going to hear from Marshall soccer coach Chris Grassi, his squad number four in the latest United Soccer Coaches Top 25. will be facing off against the West Virginia Mountaineers. It is Sunbelt Conference play in Huntington, and that's going to be a fun one coming up on Saturday. So the head coach himself is going to talk to us. We're going to preview that matchup and a little bit more. So looking forward to catching up with Chris Grassi ahead of, I think, probably a we're going to see a full house for that one. I know Marshall's playing football, taking on Troy, but I think there's going to be a full house for Marshall and West Virginia on Saturday. So look for a lot, a lot of people trying to get in. And just a, another reason why I think you're going to see some eventual, eventual upgrades maybe to seating capacity or at least a game day. I think you're going to see a little bit more, try to get some better seating in there, more permanent. It's going to have to happen eventually if this keeps up. So, Chris Grassy keeping it up. The Herd, a top-five team, and the Thundering Herd will try to keep that ranking and move up as they'll take on the Mountaineers. We'll talk to him in just a few minutes. It's a busy night. So many games to talk about. Of course, the West Virginia Mountaineers taking on Virginia Tech. The Hokies, that is coming up tonight on ESPN at 7.30. So that's going to be a fun one. I'm sure almost all eyes will be on that one tonight. For me, I've got a few options tonight. I'll keep an eye on West Virginia, Virginia Tech. Just want to see how Grant Wells does, if he does okay against the Mountaineers or if it's going to be a disaster or somewhere in the middle. I'm curious there. And then, of course, I'm not a big, big 10 person, so I'm not that interested, even though it's Tennessee Chattanooga. I'm probably more interested in Tennessee Chattanooga than Illinois, but as a whole, that's kind of low on my watch list priority. Coastal Carolina at Georgia State. That's coming up tonight, 7.30. I want to see that a little bit. I'm not going to lie to you. I'll probably watch a little bit more of that one than I would West Virginia, Virginia Tech, only because I just want to keep an eye on what's happening in the Sun Belt. That's, um, you know, West Virginia, Virginia Tech is definitely the bigger game tonight across the board in college football. You don't get to see these two teams go at it very often these days, and it's going to be a while before West Virginia and Virginia Tech get back at it again. So uh, take it in as you can. Mountaineers taking on Virginia Tech. Hopefully, I'll say it. I will say it. I'll go on the record and say it. I want West Virginia to win. I'll take the Mountaineers over Virginia Tech. Sure I will. I like Grant Wells. Don't get me wrong. I like Grant Wells, but I'll take West Virginia over Virginia Tech. No no problem making that decision, and I'll make it every single time. So I'll take the Mountaineers over the Hokies tonight. I'm looking at Coastal Carolina probably beating Georgia State tonight. That's going to be a fun one. Uh, I really don't have any interest in Tennessee, Chattanooga, Illinois, even though I would probably watch just to see how Tennessee, Chattanooga is doing. 
And tonight you've got the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Cleveland Browns. I'm rooting for the tie tonight. I'm hoping for an, a tie that it ends scoreless. I'm hoping for a scoreless tie tonight between these two teams. I'm not going to get that. But that's our game tonight. We've got it for you right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. The Pittsburgh Steelers taking on the Cleveland Browns. And we're going to have all those Thursday night games for you because, again, not everybody's got Amazon Prime. So what's the best way to to follow this game? And you know the answer. It's keep it locked on your radio. So after the Charles Huff Show tonight, keep it locked in. We'll have Pittsburgh and Cleveland they're about to kick off about maybe 8.15 for that one tonight. So you're not going to miss anything if you're tuning in tonight for the Charles Huff Show. Stick around afterwards. We'll have the game for you. Or if you're, you're going to be out tonight, keep it locked on the radio. We'll have the game for you. A lot of other things happening today as far as college football is concerned. Did you hear the NCAA placed LSU's football program on one-year probation? It determined that former offensive line coach James Craig violated recruiting restrictions during the 2020 football season. The infraction was that um, in-person contact with a uh, prospective recruit during the COVID-19 pandemic also provided improper inducements to a recruit. There's also a three-year show cause penalty against Craig, meaning if he was hired by another institution, his recruiting activities would be restricted. Basically, what the committee said, and this is the Division I Committee on Infractions, said that The COVID-19 recruiting dead period was intended to protect the health and safety of prospects, student-athletes, and institutional staff. It also leveled the playing field for recruiting at a time when government-imposed COVID-19 restrictions varied across the country. So I think that's a fair ruling. One-year probation. I know we're in the age of name, image, and likeness, and it feels like the wild, wild west out there. But you got to be, you got to be smarter about all of this. So, the show cause. I, I'm always a big fan of the show cause. Like, not only you know, is there a penalty, there's a if this guy you can hire him, but you better show cause. You better, you better have a good reason. I mean, that's the kind of penalty that I would think would deter this activity. You would think it would deter this activity, but we see it out there all the time. Uh, We're also keeping an eye on Marshall women's soccer in action against Arkansas State, and it's at the half right now. And Arkansas State leads 1-0 over the women. So we'll hopefully see a second-half score feature the herd on top. We'll try to keep track of that as the hour goes. A lot of other action happening tonight. We'll talk about it later. Volleyball is going to be back in action, so uh, always got to talk about that. We will talk to Chris Grassy here in a few minutes, get his thoughts on the upcoming matchup between Marshall and West Virginia. And I want to get your text in. The text line is open. I know it's a, a Thursday night. You're you're probably running around trying to figure out what am I doing tonight? What am I doing tonight? Am I am I going to the am I going to the convenience store? I gotta get some last second snacks. We got a lot of college football tonight. West Virginia, Virginia Tech. 
Coastal Carolina, Georgia State. Okay, Tennessee, Chattanooga, Illinois. Or is it Thursday night football for you? What are you watching tonight? Or what are you listening to? All right, are you going to watch, listen to the Steelers and the Browns? Are you going NFL or NCAA? Let me know. 304-396-TALK. 304-396-8255. NFL or NCAA? And I'm pretty sure, I'm honest, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get more people tonight in this audience. You surprise me. But I'm going to say it's a it's a split between, at least in this audience, Steelers, Browns, and Coastal Carolina, Georgia State. I think that's going to be the split. But you can surprise me. Again, it's 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Chris Grassi is coming up on the other side of the break. This is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Our text line is open 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. We're going to open that back up for you here in just a few minutes. But first, we want to turn our attention to what's coming up this weekend. It's the West Virginia Derby. It's Marshall, West Virginia University. And the Thundering Herd is fourth on Ladies United Soccer Coaches Top 25 poll, which came out on Tuesday. And let's talk to the head coach himself, Chris Grassi. Uh, I know you're excited for this. Uh, this is – we've talked about this before. This is something that you have definitely wanted to see grow and grow. And I think we've gotten to the point now where uh, you're going to get, what, three, four, five, six thousand probably uh, at, at the stadium on Saturday? Uh, I mean, I think I think that's the, the the demand maybe, but I think we'll probably only be able to fit about three thousand into the into the venue. Three thousand is pretty good, though. That's still pretty good. It'll be jammed to the rafters, yeah. You been happy so far with uh, with everything that's uh, changed? I know there's been a, a few tweaks, changes, trying to make game day a little bit better, accommodate more fans. Uh, pretty happy so far. I know that's just scratching the surface. Yeah, I think it's it's. It's been great improvements. You know, we've got to kind of improve what we can when we can. So, you know, the signage boards um, just make the facility look a little bit more professional, but also kind of give us a nice barrier, you know, for uh, for the fans to bang on and and give us a bit of definition so we can put a few more fans in those spaces. Uh, So I've really enjoyed that. Obviously, the the VIP tent uh, has been a big, big hit. And, you know, we've got half-price beers um, while the teams are warming up. on Saturday, so that, that's a big, that's a big. There's a lot, lots of little things, and I think, you know, the attention, the details, being being sort of ramped up, and I think everything. Obviously, there's there's, there's big plans to expand the stadium and, um, you know, increase the facilities and, and make the expected uh, experience that much better and, and different options. I think we're just slowly but surely working our way there. But I, I've loved everything this year in terms of we've added extra bleachers, we've added the signage boards. It's, you know, it's sort of constant improvement. Now, the match itself is is one that is going to probably live up to the hype. We we hope that it's exciting as ever. Uh, that's what we're shooting for. Uh, how's your team handling everything at this point? You had a, a big match against Kentucky. That's always a, a, a one that if you don't get up for, you're on the wrong team. 
Yeah, if you can't get up for Kentucky, you don't you don't belong on Marshall soccer. And now you've got West Virginia. How's your team just handling all of this uh, excitement, intensity, or have you got it to the point where it's just business as usual, and those are just names on the schedule? Well, I think that so maybe the best thing for this week has been it has been a little bit more business as usual. Obviously, the, the excitement of the game coming up, and everybody understands how big of a game this is for us. But I think with the the tie at Kentucky, you know, we felt, you know, we did enough to win the game. I think we scored a legitimate goal that, that got taken from us. Um, but we didn't play very well. We didn't execute our game plan. Um, and so this week has been about, you know, sort of addressing those concerns of where we messed up tactically you know, on both sides of the ball. You know, going back to basics about, you know, this is our style of play. We've got we to, you know, value being on the ball. We've got to enjoy being on the ball. We've got to not worry about being on the ball. Um, and kind of take our energy from that, you know, getting back to, just getting back to what martial soccer is, you know, and, and the reason that we've had such success is, is playing this style of play and, and, you know, drawing our energy from that. And I think that performance at Kentucky has made this week a little bit more humbling and a little bit more, let's just go back to basics. Let's work really hard in training. Let's, you know, have some players have some opportunity now to step up and, Maybe get some more game time. I'll get a start, and you know we'll be have have a little bit of rotation within the the starting group. And I think all of that is great, you know, for overall for a team. Um, and that's really helped, I think, with this week, just the preparation, just addressing some of our concerns from the Kentucky match has made it very very much business as usual. Well, I think the pollsters believed you won because you went from being number seven. <laughs> The number four, Kentucky went from number six to five. So they got a little credit for uh, playing you tough, and you got a lot more credit for playing them tough. Yeah, Have you seen that before? I don't think I've seen that recently in a poll where you start seventh, you go to a draw, and then you come out on top of that team higher in the poll. Yeah, I think that's the, you know, that's the interesting thing now about sort of the statistics. I think our XG, which is our expected goal measure, so they basically have every shot you take has a, you know, zero to 100% chance of going in on, you know, statistical values of every shot in soccer that they've analyzed. So our XG, our chances of scoring was actually double Kentucky's. And I think so many schools now have access to all that information, like the additional staff from, you know, professional stats companies more than just like scorekeepers you know, at each individual university. So even if they just looked at that, they would think, okay, we had the better of the game. Um, I think a lot of people watched that game. You know, it was a it was an exciting game on, on Friday night if, if teams weren't playing. And so I think our, you know, our performance and sometimes our history as well. It's like, you know, we've, we've got a really successful recent, uh, very recent history. So I think we maybe get the benefit of the doubt as well a little bit with that. So I think also playing into it is, you know, we went away, so we, we, we went to their place and we, we outshot them and, you know, had better chances and, and should have won the game and tied at their place. So that kind of gives us the edge a little bit in people's minds. There's a lot more, you know, with getting rid of overtime, there's a lot more draws and ties this year. So I think people taking away tie is, is sort of, a, hey, the nod goes to the traveling team. Um, and I think all of those factors kind of played into us getting getting the jump. Chris Grassi is with me, head coach of the Marshall Thundering Herd. Soccer is in action this week, taking on West Virginia. As we mentioned, um, game against Kentucky, which uh, I think everyone uh, got up for and was excited for. Uh, Sunbelt so far. Just, uh, what's your evaluation of the league? I know you got a lot of familiar faces, so 
It's not as if you're in a, a brand new landscape with strange teams, but what's your impression so far as you've uh, seen the Sun Belt uh, come to fruition as a men's soccer league this year? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's good. I think that we've got a couple of teams who maybe were expected to be up, you know, who, who are struggling right now, but I think will come to, you know, will come good by the end of the season. Um, and then we've got, you know, it looks like ODU have had a couple of, you know, a couple of down years. It looks like they may be back on, back on the upswing. Um, and then obviously South Carolina, they had a new coach two years ago. And I feel like they've just gone from strength to strength every year. And maybe not like a national contender right now, but I think they, they're definitely edging, edging that way to, to be one. So Georgia State, I mean, still undefeated. Um, you've got Kentucky, you've got us. Obviously, WVU haven't performed results-wise. I mean, they've, they've been the better team in the majority of games they've played. I'd say probably all but one, which I think was very even. But they, they haven't had the results. You know, that's just kind of sometimes the nature of our sport. But I think it's shaping up to be an exciting conference. And I'm hoping, you know, we can get, you know, four or five teams in come the end of the season. We just have to have maybe some of that, that, that sort of middle group in our conference just kind of finish strong, uh, you know, going through the end of September and through October to kind of give us the give us the cachet nationally, you know, to have, you know, four or five teams in uh, in the tournament in our first year. But I think it's still, still so early, still all to play for. Um, and I think we'll see... Hopefully, like I said, that you know ourselves and, and Kentucky and WVU and Georgia State look like we should be or good enough to be in the tournament at the end, and then hopefully we can get one more, one more team in there. I think it says something. You look at the the top ten, the, not just the top twenty five. You look at the top ten, and, and right there, you know, you're right there. Kentucky's right there, uh, and this, even though there are a lot of familiar teams, this is a a new conference uh, this is a new soccer conference yeah that's just started back up so i think that says a lot about uh, at least the respect of the league's getting where you're four kentucky's five and you know it's uh i mean sunbelt soccer it you know i think you're on to something here this might be one of the premier once it's all said and done this might be one of the premier soccer leagues in college sports yeah i think you know 100 i mean that was the goal of, of putting it together and i think you know the, the conference administration itself have been amazing uh you know kathy Keene at the, co- the conference just setting things up the schedule the tournament structure um teams that get in the tournament your rest recovery cycles which matches they've really taken on board everything that's important to us as coaches and everything that we think we need to be a top conference um and now it'll be down to the the individual teams you know we have the perfect setup we have the perfect environment we have very competitive schedule very good teams in it now it will be down to each individual institution to support their program and uh, their coach to kind of get their teams, you know, into that upper echelon and into the NCAA tournament on a regular basis. But I think that the structure is there, the competition is there, you know, the prestige reward for, for being in this conference is there. So I think we have all of the all of the hallmarks of a great conference. Now we just, each individual coach and institution have to take care of that. Chris Grassi's with me ahead of the Mountain State Derby coming up on Saturday, Marshall, West Virginia. Uh, I meant to ask you, um, how gracious uh, are you as a, as a head coach to at least allow some different players to have offensive and defensive player of the week awards in this league? Uh, I mean, you look at the the list, and I, every week I'm sitting there going, okay, who's who's who for Marshall is going to be on the list? This is the first time I haven't seen anyone there. Uh, you got to be pretty excited, though, just about the, the way that your team has been playing week in and week out, not just as a team, but 
also some of the standout yeah standout performances uh you know with uh with Oliver with uh with Milo I mean the list goes on and on you probably could list them better than I could as far as how happy you are yeah no it's it's, it's great to see uh, those guys get reward you know it was great to see Ryan Holmes get defensive player of the, of the week um last week young guy sort of local kid you know he's he's sort of a you know local hero who's who's doing really really well um and kind of rising to every challenge we set him. Obviously, Matthew Bell sort of won it with, with his goals. Uh, the other day, and he's probably the, the leading goal scorer in the country right now. Milo, obviously, we know All-American, uh, you know, just a, a standout performer himself, Ollie at the back. And it, the, the, the problem with those individual awards is, is it's, a, it's a team game, right? So somebody has to pass the ball to Milo for him to score. Somebody has to pass the ball to Matthew for him to score. You know, we, we have to defend well as a team for Ollie to, to get that award and, and you know it could have went to Ollie it could have went against after the pit game it could have went to Gabby you know Gabby Alves had an unbelievable game at left back and our defenders played well you know so it really could go to to anybody and that's the thing I like about the, the individual awards is it, it almost represents it's a little nod to your whole team you know at that time of the season uh, and, and you know unfortunately we have these individual awards that you know all American and all conference and all region and uh, top goal scorer, but you know nobody scores goals alone. You know, nobody defends. Nobody keeps a shutout alone. It, it, it's a team effort all, always. And um, as long as our guys, you know, who win those awards, you know, as long as they know and, and give credit to their teammates, I'm I'm more than happy to, to take the publicity. Chris Grassi is with me, head coach of the Marshall soccer team. It's uh, it's coming up on Saturday. It's it's pretty exciting. Marshall, West Virginia. Uh, you're making it hard on everybody, though. You know, you want to keep an eye on football, but I, I don't know. This is uh, this might be the bigger one. Don't tell Coach Huff I said that, but I think this might be the bigger uh, of all the Marshall matches going on events on Saturday. This this is the bigger one, I would think. Don't but don't tell oh, Coach 100%. Huff that. Don't, yeah, I don't want him mad at me, but it, it's true. It's true. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Marshall WVU. That's the biggest ticket now. I asked my football schedule to go away, you know, just so they could focus on, uh, you know, not get caught up in all the excitement of the event. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm pretty sure that the, it's going to be a, it's going to be a, a fun match on Saturday, and then it, it doesn't get any easier for you. Let's let's just be honest here. Uh, you gotta you gotta figure out how to bottle up all that energy after Saturday, and then take it down to Coastal Carolina. I know you can't really look that far ahead. I can. But as you mentioned, uh, you know, top to bottom here, this is a pretty good league, and uh, you don't have a really bad game on the schedule. Usually, you want to have an easy one on the schedule. Not you. You don't have anything easy on the schedule. No, I think um, you know we we we're just focusing on on this WBU game, right? This was, you know, if you look at the beginning of the year, we had Butler, Big East team, we had Pitt here at home, which was a huge game. We had. You know, Kentucky away, which is a huge game. Um, and then, you know, usually VCU, I think, are, are usually a little bit better than, than they showed against us. I'm sure they'll get their, their program going. But we kind of had some big games, but there was no bigger game on the schedule than this, this WBU game at home. Uh, just for just for the event it is, the, the, the Mountain State Derby that it is, the, the conference, you know, two top teams in the conference um, preceding. So, Everything was kind of leading to this, and I wouldn't say like Coastal will get a little bit easier, but our focus is, you know, we know if we win this game, 
you know, we look through, you know, August and September and we can be really proud of where we're at and we'll put ourselves in a great position to be in the top five of the country come the uh, season time for the NCAA tournament as long as we can handle business, you know, down the road. And that's the rest of the games coming out are just conference games. So it's not just conference games, but we have only uh, a couple of couple of uh, non-conference games in there, but the majority of games are conference games. And, and as you mentioned before, conference is tough. It's, it's some good soccer. We have to go away to Coastal and, um, you know, they had a bad result yesterday, so I'm sure they're going to be um, trying to trying to avenge that a little bit when we go down and play there. But we're just going to focus right now on the biggest game of our season, which is, is WVU right now. Chris Grassi is with me. It's a Saturday, Hoops Family Field. It's going to be fun. Uh, hopefully you're going to have long lines of people who are trying to jam-pack the uh, the field to get in there, and then you can just, uh, you know, we can just take all those photos and just say, okay, um, when are we putting the new seats in? When are we putting the expansion in, right? That's that's the plan. That's the plan. That's the plan. We'll have uh, like a T-shirt giveaway for the first, I don't know, 400 people that come. We'll have half-priced beer, happy hour, the big tailgates going around the facility. It should be, should be an amazing time. And then when we pack it, we can really see, okay, we need to, this is where we need to expand. This is why we need to expand. We can continue to grow this 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 event and this you know fun time that can be had at a soccer game. Um, my wife always says the soccer is great. It's ninety minutes and then it's done. You know you don't you don't have to sit around for timeouts and uh, as the game gets delayed in the last few minutes, it's just you know it's going to be ninety minutes and and you can get out there. So we know we have we have some scheduled fun every every Saturday or every other Saturday here. I appreciate you doing this again. Uh, we'll get you back soon, and uh, let's uh, let's hope for a, a fun time on Saturday for everyone at Hoops Family Field, and that this turns out to be uh, the, the big event that we all know it's going to be. Sounds good, Paul. Thanks for having me on. Chris Grassi, head coach of the Marshall men's soccer team, will uh, keep up with him as uh, this is coming up on Saturday. So if you're if you're not leaving town, you're not on the road to Troy then I have already got your plans made for you. You hopefully will be here at Hoops Family Field. Uh, we'll get your phone calls and text in. We're starting to line those up, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. More coming up on this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Our text line, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. This is The Drive, Thursday, September 22nd. Tonight, we've got Pittsburgh Steelers, Cleveland Browns. It is Thursday night football. 8.15 going to be first kick. We go on the air with it at 8 o'clock. And that's because before that, it's the Charles Huff Show, 7 to 8, right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. So uh, your final chance to get a word from the herd and the head coach himself as the Thundering Herd hitting the road to take on the Troy Trojans. And we'll have that game for you as well on Saturday. So looking forward to a fun day of football tonight and on Saturday. I asked you earlier because there are a lot of games tonight, some good games as well. Not just games, good games. Mountaineers taking on Virginia Tech. I'm taking the Mountaineers in this one. I know that's uh, that's going to give me uh, that's going to hit my street cred with some of you. But that's that's fine. I'll take the Mountaineers. Coastal Carolina at Georgia State. 
That should be a fun one. Sunbelt action tonight on a Thursday. And then, of course, uh, if you're into the Big Ten, uh, Tennessee Chattanooga at Illinois. I mean, let's let's be honest. Let's rank the priority here. I'm going to say NFL 1, Pittsburgh at Cleveland. Mountaineers, Hokies 2. This is just the overall scheme of things here. This flips if you just do end state. It's Mountaineers, Hokies 1, Steelers, Browns 2. But I think the general consensus is NFL 1, Mountaineers, Hokies 2. Coastal Georgia State 3 and Tennessee Chattanooga, Illinois 4 is my internal ranking of this one. Honestly, for me, though, it's probably going to be Coastal Georgia State 1, WVU Virginia Tech 2. Usually I'm the NFL guy, and I would have taken uh, Pittsburgh Cleveland 1, but it's Pittsburgh Cleveland so I've got the radio. I can listen into it. So that's kind of my rankings here. Well, I don't like the Steelers and I don't like the Browns. You all know that. And you still love me for it, so I appreciate it. Texter writes in, even though I'm a Browns fan, college football trumps NFL every time. Looking forward to watching some Sunbelt action and Grant Wells picking apart WVU. Two things could happen here. It could be Grant Wells picking apart WVU. This is me now. Grant Wells picking apart WVU or WVU picking off Grant Wells. One of those two things will happen. I don't know if there's going to be a combination of both. Grant Wells picking apart the Mountaineers defense and then they get lucky now and then. I think it's going to be one or the other. Either he picks them apart or they pick him off. I don't think there's any medium ground hill here. We're going to have either, you know, what Grant Wells are we going to see tonight? We'll find out. That is uh, that is coming up tonight. Should be a fun one. I'm looking forward to that. You can chime in as well. Text line is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. You want to be a part of the program, the text line is always there for you. And don't forget, we've got the game coming up tonight following the Coach Huff Show right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. The Steelers and the Browns. Where are you going tonight with this? You all in on college football Thursday night, or are you uh, are you Thursday night football through and through with the NFL? Let me know. Comments coming up, 304-396-TALK. It is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Our text line continues to be open. That's 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. I'm your host, Paul Swan. This is The Drive. We do it every day here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We're open for business Monday through Friday, 5 to 6. Keep an eye on the Marshall women in action soccer team taking on Arkansas State. And right now, uh, 82-30 on the clock. Arkansas State leads the Herd 2-1. Herd got on the board in the second. Tied it up. Bailey Fisher got on the board. Morgan White with the assist. And then uh, about 14 minutes later, 
Arkansas State would get back on the board to make it a, a 2-1 advantage for Arkansas State. So we'll keep an eye on this one, Thundering Herd on the road, taking on Arkansas State. Texter writes in, Paul, you're right, Grant does get picked apart often. We saw that several times during his time at Marshall. I am hoping he can avoid the picks tonight and lead the Hokies to victory. So we're rooting for the Hokies over the Mountaineers. Am I hearing that right from you? Is that where we're going here tonight? That's what the text lines tell me. I, I think West Virginia wins this one. I think West Virginia wins this one. I get a pass, right, for picking the Mountaineers over Virginia Tech. I get a pass, right? I mean, I'm a native. I was born here in the state. I didn't go to WVU, but I get a pass on that, right? Do I get absolved for that for some of you? Or, or are you just completely not going to let me have that and just say, no, you can't. You can't do that. You're not allowed. I mean, is that the rule? Is that the rule? That Grant Wells, former Marshall quarterback, I got to take Virginia Tech. The um, textures are writing in, uh, go Hokies. Okay, all right, I knew that was going to happen. I knew that was going to happen. We got a hokey crowd in this in this one tonight. The game tonight, 7.30 on ESPN. Of course, we got the Charles Huff Show coming up from 7 to 8 here on ESPN, 94.1 and AM 9.30. And then after that, we have got Thursday night football. It is the Pittsburgh Steelers taking on the Cleveland Browns. I am rooting for the tie, a scoreless tie. I don't want any touchdown plays. I don't want field goals. I just want the three and out the entire game. Okay, maybe I want an exciting game just for the fact that we've got the game on the radio. But other than that, I know I, I want a tie. That's what I want. Every time you have two teams in the AFC North go at it, I want a tie, except when it's the Bengals. I want that's what I want. A Texer writes in, go Browns. Um, Texter, I think WVU will win tonight, but I'm pulling for Virginia Tech. Okay, I mean, that's a fair compromise. You think that the Mountaineers will win? I think the Mountaineers will win tonight. I'm I'm taking the Mountaineers. But you're pulling for Virginia Tech. Is it because they're playing the Mountaineers or because you you like Grant Trailer? I like Grant Trailer too, and he works for the Herald-Dispatch. I'm thinking of Grant Wells. I just confused the sports editor of the Herald-Dispatch with the quarterback of Virginia Tech. I own that one. Both really nice grants. I like them both. I'm not going to – he's going to – one of them is going to let me not live that down. I don't know which one it is. But, yeah, I like – I like the former quarterback of the Thundering Herd, Grant Wells. I like Grant. So are you pulling for Virginia Tech because you like Grant as well, or are you pulling for Virginia Tech because you don't like WVU? I, I need to know where, where you're at. Uh, Texter writes in, never root for WVU. Go Grant and go Hokies. Okay. All right. I see where this audience is at today. Never root for WVU. Now, I didn't say I was rooting for WVU. I just said I'm taking the Mountaineers. I'm picking the Mountaineers. I don't think that helps my street cred with you. I think if I say I'm taking the Mountaineers, that translates into I'm rooting for WVU. And I know there are a few out there right now uh, that would love to sway me over to uh, to 
I don't know if it's the dark side or it's uh, you know, the blue and gold side. I know there are some of you out there that would like to sway me over to that side. And my question to you is, are there cookies? Okay. More of your texts coming in, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Coach Huff Show coming up tonight. We'll have it for you. Following that, we'll have Pittsburgh and Cleveland, where I will never root for the Steelers or the Browns in anything. Anything. Nata. Nothing. Anything. You know, my favorite scene of uh, the movie, it was the the Batman movie with, um, yeah, the dark, was it the Dark Knight? That was the one where they filmed in Pittsburgh. And my favorite scene is when then Heinz Field imploded. That was my favorite scene from that movie, just to tell you something. Of course, this is being played in Cleveland tonight. And I just can't. I can't root for any one of these teams. I can't root for Baltimore. I can't root for Pittsburgh. I can't root for Cleveland. Nothing, nothing in this. No, this is just, it's wrong. But the good news is I know Steelers fans and I know Browns fans. So um, one of those groups of people that I'm friends with will be a little miserable tomorrow. And uh, I will, as my Bengals are 0-2, I will enjoy their tears briefly. Tomorrow, as one of them will got to lose, unless there's a tie, which I'm kind of pulling for, to be honest with you. Still, I'm pulling for the tie. Uh, what do we got tomorrow? Tomorrow's high school football. We're going to be back at it tomorrow. We got high school football. We're going to have, it's a little late. I'm sorry, it's a little late. We've been pretty busy this week. I've got the Drive Power 5. It's coming out tomorrow. I'll tell you this. Spring Valley's number one, number one team in the Drive Power 5. We're going to bring that out tomorrow. Uh, that might be a Friday feature. I know we were thinking about doing the high school rankings every week, starting out the week with it, but we got so much with Marshall, and you know, throughout the week we've got Marshall and availabilities here. I don't want to have it just get buried on a, on a Tuesday. So our in-house show rankings for area high school football, the Drive Power 5, I think that's coming – to be a that's going to be a Friday feature. It's either going to be a Thursday or Friday feature. We'll figure it out, but that's coming out tomorrow. We'll have those rankings, and then uh, we'll get you set for area high school football in the tri-state. We'll tell you where you need to go to listen to your favorite team or to watch your favorite team. We got a couple of games in our Kindred Digital Game of the Week, co-games of the week. So. We'll update you on all that. And then after the game here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930, we have got high school game night. My good friend Fred Persinger is the host of that, and he'll get you updated with uh, scores across the state of West Virginia. Uh, Texter writes in, a good show, Paul. Understand you are on radio, but I am not a WVU fan. My two favorite teams are the Herd and anyone playing WVU. Hope the Bengals improve, but don't beat the Browns. Go Herd. BWVO on the pitch Saturday night. Let's break this down. Uh, Not a WVU fan. So your favorite teams are the Herd, anyone playing WVU. Okay. Which pretty much uh, sums up the majority of this audience here. And... um, Hope the Bengals improve, but don't beat the Browns. And I think that's a fair mix of this audience because 
I think it goes because it's me. Bengals, Steelers, Browns, and any combination with the Bengals probably being the prevail, yeah, the one that prevails the most. Bengals, Steelers, Browns, Brown Steelers. Any team that Tom Brady is the quarterback for, I think it goes that way. Any team that Tom Brady is the quarterback for. The Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers. I think that that's um, that's a fair statement. I don't think there's any Washington. I mean, any any really interest for Washington in this audience. I know one guy, but and then is there anything? Yeah, is there any maybe any love for Vegas? Maybe you know West Coast teams. Uh, I'm not so sure, but I think it's got to be in house again. In house evaluation of you. It's Bengals. Steelers Browns or Brown Steelers, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, the rest of the NFL. That's going to do it for this edition. Coming up tonight, 7.05 airtime, it's the Charles Huff Show. He'll get you caught up on the plans this weekend for Troy, as the herd is heading to Alabama for the final road game of this three-game road series. Three games straight on the road. The Herd's going to wrap that up, come back next week, and take on Gardner-Webb. So Coach is going to get us caught up on everything up to this point. And then after that, we have got it for you. Pittsburgh, Cleveland, it is Thursday night football. Keep it locked in right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I will talk to you tomorrow. Until then, have a great night, everyone. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington, your flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.